Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash make your bed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I've been thinking a lot lately about the bias that women face when they're single, and I feel like the most obvious argument always points me towards the word spinster. The term as we know it originated in 15th century Europe as an honorable way to describe girls, mostly then unmarried, who spun thread for a living. At the time, it was one of the few respectable professions available to women. But by the 1600s, the term expanded to include any unmarried woman, whether or not she spun thread. Not until colonial America did spinster become synonymous with the British old maid, which was a disparagement that cruelly invoked maiden, a fertile virgin girl, to signify that the matured virgin will never outgrow her virginal state and is far past her prime so that she never will. Mind you, this was a time when procreation was the biblical imperative of society. So if a woman was not married by 23, she was automatically labeled a spinster. But it's not just America and Britain. Other cultures are also brutal to single women. And though we have come a long way as seeing women as autonomous, independent, and functional human beings, regardless of their marital status... I can't help but think of modern examples of this in our media and just our general society. But it also pisses me off that the language for this does not exist for unmarried men. They get bachelor, we get spinster, which obviously does not carry that same historical negative connotation baggage with it. In my experience, the term bachelor is cool. 
it describes an unmarried man who's free and independent and committed to pursuing his own interests without the constraints that a family can have on you. And language stereotypes do have a significant impact on us in society. Those patriarchal gender roles and expectations are continued through the fact that we allow this language to persist, further marginalizing unmarried women, but also providing stigmas for single mothers and those of us who choose not to have children at all. And obviously this stuff is incredibly harmful. And in my experience, it's extra harmful because a lot of us don't really notice the stereotypes until they've already influenced our opinions on ourselves and the world around us. And sure, we might not use the term spinster as much anymore, but I've definitely heard it, and the crazy cat lady stereotype does persist. And stereotypes like that, even though we have co-opted them, are meant to ridicule the independence of women who choose not to conform to traditional gender roles. And if you don't believe me, let's think of some of my favorite examples I've seen in media. First being Ursula from The Little Mermaid. She's portrayed as the ultimate villain, manipulative, cruel, and all because she's jealous of Ariel's beauty and ability to marry. But even when they don't villainize the main character... I have rarely seen a show or movie that has made it cool and exciting to be a single older woman. Shit, I recently just finished The Nanny again, and as much as I love that show and think it was really progressive and exciting for the time, especially for her sex-positive nature, her character's main goal was finding a husband. Despite being a brilliant, charming, intuitive resourceful, and incredibly kind and special character, her main goal in the whole damn show and the whole damn series was to marry a rich man. And it really pissed me off that her main value as a person in that show centered around her ability to be attractive and to keep men around. Don't get me wrong, Fran is an icon. Them outfits, I would rock every one. And I can't ignore what a trailblazing show it was and still is, honestly. But that doesn't change the fact that we need to recognize how these negative stereotypes are ingrained in every type of content we consume. So we can notice them and still enjoy our content, but maybe with a little more critique. Because harmful and outdated tropes are tired. And I'm over it, honestly. And if you've listened to my past episodes on singledom, then you probably remember many of the studies I've referenced that confirm that single people are not only happier than married people, they typically remain happier. And the data does show that people who have never married are typically doing better than people who do. This is not to say you will be unhappy and unhealthy if you find the one and you get married. It's simply a counter-argument to the fact that we need to get married and find somebody in order to be happy. Because I actually think it's those harmful stereotypes that force us into these long-term toxic relationships that end up putting us way further behind than when we were single. But because of those stereotypes, we continue to stay in these relationships because the fear is too real of being alone, of ending up a spinster, or some crazy cat lady. And again, these are general stereotypes that I've been running into and wanted to discuss. Not that I don't think that the patriarchy hurts men just as badly as it hurts women, regardless of our marital status. I think it's really important to remember that just because society is pretending like something is normal does not mean it is. And that doesn't mean it tells the whole truth. And in my opinion, 
Marriage is about finding the person that you want to grow together with, which means there are a lot of factors to go into the success of that potential risk, really. So to expect that to happen organically for each and every one of us is so silly and overlooks our own autonomy and the fact that we as individuals aren't necessarily lonely just because we're quote unquote single. It doesn't mean we're not getting late or having fun or going on dates or going out. And sometimes it will. But none of that shit matters. As long as you're genuinely happy, who gives a shit what society has deemed not cool or not okay? Because if we're going to talk about things that aren't okay, society, I've got notes. Anyway, this was more ranty than normal, but I was feeling it. I will be linking my resources in the show notes as always, if that's your vibe. Either way, I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. I love you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.